Want to be a lead magnet? It starts with using better words on your website. Hey, I'm Liz Teresa, and I'm here to tell you that improving your copy is the absolute easiest, quickest, and most cost-effective way to get more clients and cash rolling in. Go to freecopyvideo.com to download my free copywriting training. See you there. Hello, and welcome to the Liz on Biz podcast, where the guests are barely prepped, and I'm barely ready. I'm your host, Liz Teresa, and I help you launch and build online businesses you love. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship, and I hope you like it. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Liz on Biz. Here with me today is Keisha Graves. She is the founder of Girls Chronically Rock, an awesome online clothing brand with inspired fashion celebrating muscular dystrophy and any chronic illness. Each month, Girls Chronically Rock donates a percentage of proceeds to the Muscular Dystrophy Association. Welcome to the show, Keisha. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am beyond excited. I was so excited that you wanted to come on the show. And so I'm even more excited that we're actually recording it right now. Oh, yes, of course. I'm excited, too. I was looking forward to this. And how much <laughs> do you love clothes? Like, I love clothes. I have, like, a disease where I love clothes. <laughs> yes, I do Speaking have an of chronic illness, I have, a, yes. I have a chronic shopping habit. <laughs> it's not been diagnosed. But uh, no, but seriously, I'd love to hear a little bit about you know, like your journey to fashion and your journey to starting specifically Girls Chronically Rock. And I love your brand. I just love everything. But I want you to share it with the audience. Oh, thank you. Of course. Yes. So, um, yeah, so I kind of I always had a passion for fashion. I mean, always just love to, you know, style on different clothing, always loving watching the red carpets. So, you know, even from the time I was small, I knew I wanted to be something in fashion, whether it be designer, merchandising, anything in that field. So I actually got my undergraduate from Framingham State University. And I doubled majored and got my bachelor's in fashion design and merchandising. And then after that, I took about a year off. And then I got uh, my master's in business because I kind of wanted to get the business side of things, you know, because I always knew I wanted to be my own business owner and kind of run my own business. So that was kind of a background on that. But yeah, I love and brief fashion. And so then after during while I was in graduate school, I would talk about a little bit how when I started to get symptoms of my muscular dystrophy, where I just, you know, would be like, walking and I would repeatedly fall like my leg would just kind of give out on me so I kind of thought that was weird and I was a little bit heavier back then so I just kind of brushed it off and say oh I just need to lose some weight I'll go to the gym and once I started to exercise doing like home videos at home I noticed like I was unable to like say raise my right arm and just do like things I noticed that was kind of declining that I was able to do before so I was like something's like just totally weird like I can't even raise my right arm you know to do an exercise or things like that lift a weight so then my mom was like, you know what, let's go see an orthopedic. So then we went to Tufts. And then I always remember that appointment. Two doctors came in and they were just like, oh, yeah, like this is, you know, totally weird. They was like, we definitely feel like this is a more neuromuscular, you know, thing like you should go see a neuro neurologist. So I was like, OK, you know, still like not thinking anything of it. So then I finally went to a neurologist at Mount Auburn and she examined me. We did like lots and lots of testing. EMG, MRI, muscle biopsy, you name it, we did. And then that's when I was officially, you know, diagnosed with um, muscular dystrophy. And my specific type is called limb girdle muscular dystrophy, where it affect, affects, you know, my limbs to my shoulders all the way down to my body. So it's not just, you know, affects my legs. It's like my arms as well, where it's like, say, hard for me to say, raise my right um, arm to like, say, even to put out my hand to shake your hand. So certain things like that, people would notice if they see me on a regular basis or even if I try to put my arms around you 
to give you a hug, it's like, you know, I can't fully grasp you. And people are like, hey, give me a full hug. And it's like, you know, I can't. Mm. So it's like, you know, little things like that, that, you know, people may not understand fully about the disease. But that's why I'm at right now with that. And then that's when Girls Chronically Rock was inspired. So I was totally excited because I was like, you know what? I wanted to make something with the word chronic illness, like chronic in it. But I was like, you know, for to stem from the chronic illness and just kind of wanted to, you know, just incorporate something in that. So I was just honestly laying in my bed one night and I just came up with Girls Chronically Rock. And I then love that's it. When, yeah. So that's where it was kind of all inspired. And I'm like, you know what? And then it just honestly stuck with me. And then that's when, you know, I just started making the logos, reaching out to my graphic designer, got my website made. And, you know, that's kind of where Girls Chronically Rock is today. So it stems from different logos, inspirational quotes that, you know, I think of on a regular basis or what people may say to me or people with disabilities. So I kind of just wanted to incorporate that into a T-shirt line and then kind of, you know, put it on the website and kind of inspire and motivate people, you know, that have a chronic illness and, you know, just people who may be dealing with things on a regular basis, you know, just to let you know you rock. You know, and then once you wear the shirt, you'll definitely feel empowered, motivated, and, you know, just to continue to strive and do what you want to do. I bought a (laughs) shirt for everybody listening. and (laughs) (laughs) I can't even wait to wear it. So when it comes, I'm going to – I'll post it everywhere. So my listeners will be, like, seeing it too. But, yeah, yeah, I can't – I mean, I love love your stuff. Your designs are just totally awesome. But what I find most inspiring – you are inspiring so much. Oh, thank you. So, like, were you always this – I mean, before before your diagnosis, would you have said that you were always, like, the sunny side up? Were you, like, always turning lemons into lemonade kind of a person? <laughs> I tried to. You know, I'm not, like, perfect, but, you know, I definitely tried to. You know, we all have, still have our days. But, um, yeah, I definitely tried to. And like I said, I always knew I wanted to be a business owner. So, it's like I always had, like, a business, um, you know, plan set up, whether it was opening a boutique, which I will eventually still love to do in the near future – but, you know, I always knew I wanted to be that business owner and just trying to, you know, just try to incorporate things where it's like, you know, because I, I mean, I did the office work setting, but I always knew that's not what I wanted. So mm-hmm. I always was like, yeah, I'm definitely not going to be here, you know, nine to five every day. So I always knew, had like that vision, you know, wrote out my vision board and just was like, you know, I'm going to be a business owner. So well, I think so I it starts try. inside and I mean, it starts inside, but like you definitely have something special because I think sometimes when people are. I mean, like to hear to hear that news, right? Because you said you remember yes. this vividly, the appointment where you went to go. It's like you remember right. everything about it because yes. it shifted your entire life. Exactly. But how did you – I mean, is that just who you are that like you can just be like, I'm going to make this amazing. I'm going to make this into something amazing and yeah, I'm going to make I mean, it you know, To awesome. be honest, I mean, it's like, you know, it, it took a while, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm not even going to lie. This is something that I'm open to about it now. But it's like, you know, I was in denial – for a while. I mean, people don't even, you know, understand. And this is something I will eventually talk about more like, you know, on my podcast, but it's like, you know, I, I was totally in denial. Like I would, when people, you know, cause obviously you can see like before I walk with the cane, like people would, you know, see like, I kind of walk with the limp and it's like, I used to tell people like, Oh yeah. Like I sprayed my ankle or like I was in a car accident and et cetera. And it's like, instead of just saying what I had, I was in totally denial and making up other excuses. So, so what I made you totally snap out of that? Like, how did you uh-huh. how did you stop that? Yeah, like, it was just kind of, like, weird. I just kind of, like, honestly embraced it. And it's like, mm. you know, if you had asked me back then, like, oh, Keisha, you know, I can totally see you bringing awareness to this and et cetera, et cetera. It's like, I would have been like, ah, oh, no way. But it's like how I, <laughs> where I am today and it's like the different, you know, and how I'm just bringing awareness to the Muscular Dystrophy Association. 
it's like just totally amazing because it's like now I am the new the muscular dystrophy Massachusetts state ambassador oh wow yeah so I'm totally stoked about that and you know I go bring speak at different engagements different events and just kind of bring awareness letting people know about my disease you know how my symptoms started and where I'm at right now with it so yeah I love it so yeah if you had asked me this a few years ago and think I'm going to be the MDA state ambassador bringing awareness I would have been like no way but now it's just like you know I love it because at the end of the day this is my story this is my everyday life, you know, and this is what I have. And it's so cool to bring people, you know, to know what it is, because I honestly never even heard of muscular dystrophy till I was diagnosed. You know, mm-hmm. when we started to get symptoms and we we're like so quick to go on Google. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, diagnosing myself with MS. I was like, oh, I have multiple cirrhosis, you know, like already telling myself that's what I have, not even going to the doctor. You know, I'm like already, oh, my God, I have that. And then when the doctor was like, you have muscular dystrophy, I was like, oh, I like never even heard of that. So it's like so interesting. So, you know, but now I'm, you know, know all about it and bringing awareness to it. So I'm glad now people are more knowing about the disease and, you know, what it what it entails and how there's so many different types, you know, et cetera. And how do you think and I and thank you so much, by the way, for being so honest about your journey. Oh, no problem. I love that. And I (laughs) totally appreciate that. And it's just, it's, you're just awesome. I just really like you. Aww, thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. I'm like, I don't know if you can tell, but I really like you. Um, and I also, what you said about entrepreneurship, which was like a little bit ago now, but saying that it was always something that you felt was inside of you, right? Yes. I think that's something our listeners can totally, absolutely resonate with. And, and I mean, what a, what a cool thing, I mean, I guess to actually go out and do it. So for people that are kind of like on the fence or maybe they're on the brink of their business, these people that have ideas but can't seem to push buttons, do you have advice for them? Um, I mean, sure. I mean, it's like at the end of the day, like I said, I we all have our, our days. And like I said, I was in total, you know, denial of, you know, dealing with this. And I think if I had dealt with it then, if I can turn back the hands of time, it's like I would have, you know, I just regret not even starting my business sooner, mm-hmm. to be honest. It's like, you know, I kind of feel like, yeah, I'm not saying I'm late. But it's like, I just wish if I had only just adapted of what I had and just thought of this sooner and really embracing the muscular dystrophy. It's like this business, Girls Chronically Rock, would have probably been like so far in already. So my only thing is, it's like, you know, but I can't even tell somebody, oh, well, you know, you got to embrace it and get over it because it's like, you know, I've been there. Everybody deals with things different. It's like some people totally embrace or whatever if they hear they have a chronic illness and just kind of go from there. And then some people are in total denial, like how how I was. So it's kind of like, I think everybody works in their own time and just kind of deals with things differently. Some people move things, you know, move on from things like totally quicker than others and total denial and just, you know, accepting. So it's like, I kind of feel like every, they have to just kind of accept it on their own terms mm-hmm. and kind of go from there. And I think honestly, someone like myself, just like how I'm inspired by other people that, that may have a disability, same with muscular dystrophy or anything. And I'm hearing different stories from them and watching their YouTube. I'm kind of like inspired by that. And I'm like, wow, look at her you know, she's doing it. So it's like, you know, why can't I? So I hope that I now, you know, can inspire others to let, you know, like, you know, never give up, you know, do what you have to do at the end of the day. And, you know, I know it's hard, but it's like, you can definitely make it work. It's like, you know, like my saying is, it's like, because we have a disability, it's like, we're also, we're not dead neither. Mm. (laughs) You know, we're alive and, you know, we're here and, you know, we can make it work. It's like, all of us have different types of disabilities, but it's like all of us, you know, we still, people work on a regular basis own their own business and, you know, do what they have to do. So, you know, we're not dead, we're alive. And it's like, you know, so just, you know, keep going and strive. And, you know, like I said, everybody takes time to deal with things. So it's like, I think that, you know, every everyone eventually will come into their own and embrace, 
you know, whatever they may be going through at the moment. And I, and I think that's what you're saying. I mean, that, that resonates with people that have a chronic illness, but it resonates with everybody. Yes, exactly. That's like the, the expression, everybody's got a story, right? Yes. Or everybody's got something that's, yes, that's the same thing I say. Cause it's like, you never know kind of what somebody's dealing with. You know, it's like, you never know. And it's like, even sometimes when say I'm parking at like, say a handicap, this was before I even had the cane, like how I would get stairs or I have people came up to the door and they're like, that's a handicap spot. And it's like, dude, like you don't even, you don't even, I didn't even get out the car yet. You don't know what my, just because I made you look young, you know, obviously I got this handicap placket for a reason. They don't just hand it out to anybody. No, I I mean, yeah, they make it real hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, you never know what somebody's dealing with. It's kind of like everybody, like, just like you said, I always say Mm. everybody has a story. Mm. So there's a reason they could be acting out or doing this or certain things. It's kind of like you never know. And it's what you do with your story. So you've really, you've taken your story and you've taken your desire to start a business and you've blended it into something beautiful. Um, So I I love everything you got. I love your store. I love, I want to buy everything all the time. (laughs) It's just who I am, right? It's my nature as as I would say a shopper, right? Yes, um, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> can you speak to some of the challenges that exist for people that do want to break into fashion? What are some of the things that you feel like are blockages that kind of can be stopping people from doing that? Um, I think for me, it's all about um, knowing what exactly you want to do with your business, um, what customers like. That's one of the challenges, you know, because what I may like and what I may post on my site, it's so weird how some customers may adapt towards, like, say, another T-shirt design opposed to what I thought it would be a big seller. So just trying to figure out what customers like. And then also it's all about having that connection and network. I feel like just those Facebook, you know, groups I have connected with, and especially you, I mean, look how much connections you have um, introduced me to over just, and me and you just met like last month. I know. We get a lot done. And I feel like it has advanced. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like all about connections, I feel like, and just kind of putting your story out there and just Mm. commenting on like, you know, the different posts, especially on Boston business women um, of Facebook, it's like amazing, especially then your group that you started. It's kind of like just all about that connections because you never know who knows who, especially for someone's not even saying into fashion, they may say, hey, I know this girl. She actually owns this boutique. And it's like, it's like amazing what you never know who you're chatting with. And it's like, you kind of just can go from there. So I would definitely say it's all about networking, going out to different fashion shows, different networking events, go on Facebook, just alone. There's so many groups. I kind of feel like that definitely helps. Because I feel like if it wasn't for that, it's like I wouldn't have got to like some things to where I am today. So those were some challenges I definitely faced in the beginning. And then, but yeah, just I feel like these networking events and connecting with people have definitely helped along the way. Do you have ideas for people that like that are in the moment of presenting themselves at a networking event or even in even in the Facebook groups, which I kind of think of? as networking events that seem to never end. Yes. Right? They're kind of like that. Do you have advice for people as far as communicating their message and their story? Like in by in, or, or advice for people engaging? Like what are some things that people should be doing to um, to make an impression? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Well I guess yeah, I guess I'm still learning that as well. But I guess just for me, I just noticed just even commenting, you know, commenting on their um, people's comments and people's posts and you know, just different things that they may say, kind of like use that, you know, initiative to just kind of tell your story, maybe right there. It depends that you can't like really post your story, like say on everything, you know what I mean? So I, I noticed that too. Like you have to be careful. It could be like, say if the group is like, Hey, what are some things that you did today? Or what is your business? But I just noticed just 
commenting, liking, you know, whether it be on Facebook and Instagram and hashtagging, I noticed, oh my God, that has definitely brought me to a whole different network too of just people with um, disabilities and chronic illnesses, like just on Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, so hashtagging definitely helps. That's like a whole new ball game right there in itself. So even that, and I noticed now when you hashtag on Instagram, you can now follow the hashtag. So that has helped too. And it brings me to like different people that use the same hashtags I do. Oh, that's so that cool. is definitely one thing, yeah, that I totally love. But I would definitely just say, you know, looking at different posts and commenting and liking and just engaging with people because I feel like that definitely has helped me that de- uh, like along the way and just kind of ask questions like, hey, do you know about this? And you know, or, do you know anybody in the fashion or retail industry? And you know, just asking questions. You know, it doesn't hurt to ask. At Gosh, the end no. of the day. And I think, you know what? It doesn't hurt to ask. And I think not asking is the biggest mistake so many business owners make. Yes, it's true. It's true. I realize that it's like, you know, I can't, you know, because sometimes I could be shy and then I'm like, hey, and then I just ask. And then it's like a whole ball game, you know, opens up by me just asking one question. Wow. And and I and I totally want to ask you now. So this is because obviously, like we know each other outside this episode, or actually that may not be obvious to people listening, but <laughs> you and I have a we have a relationship outside the show. And so I happen to know that you have this shirt on your site that says chronically ill badass, right? It's like, hello, my name is. Can you tell me a little bit about how you connected to the influencer who can be seen wearing the shirt? Like, how did you make that connection? And can you tell me a little bit about who she is? Just that story? Um, Sure. So what about that is like, you know, again, how people, there's different myths, you know, people with disabilities and, you know, how we don't go out, we don't date, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, (laughs) You know, we're still people like we're alive and, you know, we're still badass, Mm -hmm. just like everything else. So it's like that's what kind of just like, again, another thing I'm just in my bed, honestly, just thinking while I was here watching TV. And I'm like, hello, because I'm always saying that too, like to people like my friends and family. I'm like, hello. So then it just kind (laughs) of incorporated. I'm like, hello, my name is chronically ill badass, you know, because it's like, yes, I'm chronically ill, but I'm still badass and living life and doing just what an able bodied person would be doing every day. So that kind of incorporate that. Like, so I would say for that person, that's someone who may have a disability or chronic illness and may have her ups and downs, may have her days where it's like, she's like, you know, why is this happening to me? What's going on? And then just kind of that reminder. And she may wear that shirt or see that logo and say, Hey, like I'm still badass. Like, what am I doing laying in the bed? Let me get up, do my day. And uh, whether it be like owning her own business, going to school, getting her bachelor's degree, her master's, or just going to her regular, you know, like job every day. And it's just, you know, just a reminder that, you know, you're badass and you rock. So that's kind of where that inspired the love that. Came from of that. Yes. Thank you. You think of so <laughs> many good ideas when you're laying in bed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because I love laying in bed too, especially I watch my shows. I love my TV. So it's mm. like I'll be watching my shows and then think of things, you know, at the same time. And then I would automatically either email it or text it to myself because then I don't want to forget Brilliant. what I thought of. So yeah, that's kind of like my, my method of things. So tell me about how, how, so using that shirt, the chronically ill badass, how did you connect to that Instagram person that wore it? Who is oh, she? Well, that Instagram, you know, that's so funny. So a lot of people think like those, some of those models on my thing, I use this website called placeit.com. Oh, so yeah. Place it, yeah. So that's what I use. So it's like that particular model, like, you know, I don't know her personally, but I just loved her look when I seen that on placeit.com. And I love how her arms were up because I was just like, yes, like she's badass. Oh, and I love how her arms. Oh, I'm sorry. Which one yes. was the girl that had the, that you sent a shirt to? Oh, yes, yes, about? yes. Okay, now I know what you're but talking about. But that's a really yes. good website. I didn't even know yes. that was a thing. Placeit.com. Yes, so yes, Placeit.com. Now I know what you mean. Sorry about that. No, so yeah, that yeah. I found on Placeit.com. But the other girl, she has lupus and her name is India. And she has like a huge 
huge following on Instagram. And I honestly have been following her for a while. And I was like, you know what? Like she, you know, she posts her stories all the time. She's so raw, so open. I mean, you know, the things she deals with with um, lupus and, you know, she always like takes videos and snapshots of her. Like, you know, when she has like her fatigue moments and when she's at the hospital, things like that. And it's like just so raw and I love it. And I just said uh, um, she had her contact information on Instagram. So then I kind of sent her an email and was like, hey, you know, I would love, you know, I, I admire your story and, you know, for what you do and how you post on Instagram. And I have this T-shirt line and kind of told her my background story as well. Like, you know, I have muscular dystrophy and, you know, although we may not have the same chronic illness, it's like, you know, me and you can still relate and understand each other at the end of the day. And I was just like, I would love to send you a few of my shirts if you don't mind. And, you know, I was I was so happy she responded to say, oh, hey, I love it. I love your story. I would love to. And then she gave me her address and then I actually sent her three of my shirts. That's awesome. Yeah. And then she wore them and like posted, right? And then it actually converted pretty well. I mean, that was like a wonderful side effect of that, right? It really, yeah. She's like one person like I send them to and I'm like, oh my God. It's like, you know, just her posting it, you know, because I feel like her followers are like the audience to like what I'm attracting. Mm. So I kind of feel like that definitely helps. So her just posting, say like that, hello, my name is chronically your badass. That's a cool one. Within like, yeah, just like the one hour, like I got maybe like four orders in and now I'm connecting with those customers because, you know, they even had wrote to me. It was like, oh, my God, I love your story. And some of them also have lupus and they were telling me their stories. And, you know, and I was like, I love it. And I was like, you know, please, when you, you know, get your shirts, you know, whenever you take a picture, if you can please tag me in it, you know, because then I want to use like, you know, like models like how I did with India to post on my website and social media so people can see real life models like this is their everyday life living with a chronic illness or whatever they may be dealing with, you know, wearing my T-shirt line. So I think it's awesome. So, yeah, for her just even posting that. It like it was amazing. I love it. So yeah, and whenever I add new designs to the website, I would definitely she's gonna be like the main person. I, I love my teachers too, yeah. And I think that's awesome. And now you made a friend too. So would yes. you say that like entrepreneurship, how how is yeah, this is a good question. How do you feel entrepreneurship has expanded your network? Um, it has definitely expanded it, I would say a good bit. I'm not like, you know, saying I'm my Timorally Simmons as of yet. <laughs> but you know, um, you know, it's just like I said, it's all about just networking and I feel like the different people I am connecting with has totally like just made a difference of my business and like different things I wouldn't think to do before. And I'm like, oh, wow, like that totally makes sense. Like just, you know, when me and you talk outside of this and like, you know, when we had our discussions and I'm like, oh, yeah, like how, you know, you just kind of revise and reword different things. So I feel like it's all about networking and who you meet. I definitely feel like that just has helped me in my business and the entrepreneurship and kind of building to expand, you know, my business to the next level. So, you know, that it's all about those different networking um, groups that I'm on on Facebook and outside of that, too, going to outside different networking events and just chatting because it's like you never know how this person may have an idea. And you're like, oh, yeah. And then sometimes I give my idea. So it's like it's totally all about that. And I definitely feel like if it wasn't for that, like, you know, my business wouldn't be where it is today, and especially like, you know, sending that girl my shirts that totally helped as well. Yeah. And it's all about, it's how about who you know, and then who you're willing to try to know. I mean, yes. I, I think that's it. So you're probably, are you a shy person or absolutely not? Um, I, I think I could be shy. I think I definitely have embraced and have overcome that over the years. Definitely. Especially now being the MBA state ambassador, speaking at different events. I think that kind of has helped because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so used to it now. Cause it's like, you know, I'm telling my story. So yeah, I can definitely still have my shy moments. Don't get me wrong. How did you get that, that like honor of being the ambassador? Oh, well, you know, I have like, you know, cause like I said, I obviously was in denial like for years prior. And then it's like, I was like, you know, I want to be more involved with MDA. There's other people like they're, you know, out there like me, my age, young adults dealing with this. 
And it's like, I kind of just reached out to, um, it was the director. Her name was Molly. I love her to this day. She, um, you know, I just kind of reached out to her and we do like different meetups of different people like my age. And then I actually had asked her, I was like, is there any like ambassador roles, like anything like that in the area? And then it was like, yeah, so this, this, I was an ambassador last year of 2017. So this will be my year two. So they asked me to be ambassador again for this year. So, um, you know, she kind of was like, oh, hey, yeah, I think you will be good for this role. So yeah, it all started last year. 2017, I became the MBA state ambassador. And then I, they asked me to be year two. And I'm like, oh, yes, of course. Like, I love it, you know, because it's like I'm bringing awareness to it. And I get to go to different speaking engagements and work with um the firefighters because the firefighters all over the world, they also do a lot for the muscular dystrophy. A lot of people may not have know that as well. So Oh, they fill the boot, thing. right? Yeah, fill the boot. Yeah, good. You know about it. Yeah, because they, they were down there too the day of the um Red Sox game, the opening. Oh, yeah. I did see the I did. I saw the boot. I couldn't yeah. get to them. It was so crazy. It like you couldn't yeah. move, but I did see oh, them yeah. do the boot. They do it in my town. They also do the boot. Oh, cool. Yes. They I like love shut it. down I'm- the main road. So like where my office is, like there's like a whole day. Or it's like three days or something. They shut down. Yeah. They close the road and then they do the boot and then you can. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, good. I'm amazing. I'm glad that you know about it. Because oh, yeah. like not everyone. Yeah. So that's um that's amazing. Yeah. So I totally honor to the firefighters. I mean, you know, because it's like they're risking their life just, you know, their line of work, what they do alone. Mm. And then for them to even, you know, do the fill the boot, do different events, because it's like they're not always too sometimes in the streets. Sometimes they do like bear wine tasting events. I'm going to um, send you some of the flyers for those. They have one in Linfield coming up in May where you go in and you try like different beer wine tasting. They do raffles. Oh, how and all fun. that money. Yeah, it's so much fun. And then all that money and proceeds goes towards the MDA. So it's like for them to take the initiative, try these different events, you know, just try to do things to raise money for people like myself. It's like, honestly, it's like just so amazing. And I just get chills every time I hear about it because it's like, you know, these are people who risk their lives, as I mentioned, you know, they don't know what kind of call they're going to get each day when they go into work. And then they still, you know, find time to do this, fill the booth for us. So it's like, I totally admire that with these firefighters. It's yeah. I, t- I, I respect that a lot. What would you do? I would, I'm just curious. Cause this got me, got my wheels turning in my head, <laughs> but like, what would be like, if you weren't a fashion designer, like if you didn't have a fashion business, what, what, what kind of business do you think you would have? Or like, what would your job be if you weren't what you're doing, what you're doing right now? Oh, wow. That's a good question. You know, I don't know. Like what, what I, you know, what's so funny. My mom, she wanted me to go to school, like for some medical or something. Yeah. Like it's so funny. Even she still says it to this day. So maybe if say I listened to her or like, say she was so like, cause that's the thing I might have already, cause you know, most parents do like, they want you to go to school, what they want to. And it's like, I still appreciate her still embracing my dreams and paying for me to go to school for fashion. You know, although she wanted me to go for medical, I was like, oh no, I don't want to go for that. <laughs> you know, but it's like, it's so interesting. So yeah, maybe if like she was one of those moms that was like, no, like you're either going this or not, then yeah, who knows? Maybe I may have been like a doctor, but yeah, she totally wanted me to school to be like a something in the medical field. But as a fashion, it's like, I guess that's always what was on my mind. So I can't even think beside of this, what I would be doing, to be honest. You know so, what's yeah, funny? That's a good question, though. <laughs> so, like, I have, like, I think I have so many answers to that. And it's, I, cause when I was growing up, like, what I do now didn't really exist. Cause, like, I do, like, online marketing consulting and Twitter wasn't yeah. invented until 2009. And, like, I was an adult by then. I mean, I was 21, right? Right. 22. I don't know. I was 21 when Twitter was invented. And so like, I was, I was like an adult person. And so like, I didn't find what I wanted till I was, you know, an adult. And when I grew up, I wanted to be an actor. 
Oh, wow. And I, and I went to New York and I had an internship during college and I hated, like, hated auditions. Like, because I worked at a casting studio and I hated what we put people through. I just wow. thought, and I didn't wow. like the way producers talked about the people that auditioned. I thought it was so oh. insulting. And oh, wow. It's so disrespectful to the people that show up and give their best. And so I was like, oh, I do not want to be in such a negative space. Like, it was just so, it was so negative that I was like, I just don't want this anymore. And I like yeah. totally gave it up. That's why I got a master's in English because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I found online marketing. And so now I do copywriting and online marketing. So it like makes sense. But then I always say if I didn't do this, I I sometimes say I would do fashion. So that's like – and I think I told – I think I might have mentioned that to you. Yes, you did. I remember. (laughs) And then I have like another side of me that like loves public service. So like I also think that I would do – like I used to want to be an officer, police officer or like a – Oh, wow. I don't know if I would be a fireman though I deeply respect them and I don't think I could – I'm not cut out for the military (laughs) as I've learned learned repeatedly throughout my life. I'm not cut out for the military but I mean like yeah and it's just so when I was listening to you talk about them and I'm like yeah I feel feel so passionately about you know what the public service people do. Yes. Yes. It's like it's so true. So. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you had experience. Well, that must have been like a, you know, interesting experience working at that casting studio. That's awesome, though. It was a big turning point. Yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. Specifically, there was a woman who shared my last name. So my last name before I was married was Downey, D-O-W-N-E-Y. Oh, okay. And there was a woman that came in for an audition and I couldn't help but notice that like she had the same last name as me. And there's not many Downies. Like there's like Robert Downey Jr., but that's yeah. pretty much it. And, like, I think we're only distantly related to him. Like, not in a way that I'll ever get that money. Like, he's, yeah. very, he's <laughs> very far away from me, <laughs> relatively. But, like, she had my last name. And then she gave this audition. I thought she did a good job. But I also liked her name, right? And then right. they slammed her so bad about wearing Aww. orange. Like, she, like, wore orange to the audition. And they, oh, like, made okay. fun of it so much. Oh, oh no. I know. And I, it, like broke my heart and I was like I can't do this like I can't I can't be because yeah. I saw me in her right obviously right wow yeah you never there are things you never forget it's weird yeah exactly I remember uh-huh. everything about her face like I could pick her out of the lineup like if I saw her I would know her and she would never know who I was but I'll never forget oh, it wow well hopefully she got another offer at some other casting agency hopefully. yeah I mean I hope she's found you know some kind of peace and resolution it's weird yeah. it's weird what we remember exactly it's so true yup some so things weird. it's like you just can't get out of your head no <laughs> let me ask you this what would you say so far in your entrepreneurial journey is your biggest mistake that you've made have you made like a really big mistake and if you say no i'll only half believe you <laughs> <laughs> i mean mistakes i mean i feel like every day honestly running my girls trying to be rock business i'm learning something each day so it's like, I'm not even, I, I'm not a perfectionist and mistakes is just like, I feel like with me, I get excited a lot and I'm always just ready to say, put out a new t-shirt design. I'm like, oh, I want to add this. I want to add this. And it's like, and you know, and you really even opened up my eyes when we spoke just the other day, when you was like, focus on your designs now, you know what I mean? Instead of adding more. And then it's like a light bulb. It's like, ding, 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 ding. It's like, I knew that, but you just saying that just validated because it's always, and I've always been like this, like always just in a rush and when I want something done I want it done like yesterday that's just like how I am I'm very like detail oriented organized so I think for me it's like I try to like overwhelm myself and it's like I can just kind of take steps back and just kind of like okay so it's like you like I said you just saying that the other day saying like just focus on what you have now and it's like duh like that's totally right because like 
some of the designs that I thought would be selling great, you know, are actually not. So and less is more. Oh, less pardon? is more. Less is more yes. in that yes, case, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. It's so true. So it's like, you know, so it's like I'm, I'm thank- thankful that and thank you for even saying that because it's like, you know, she's right. Let me just relax. Sell these that I have now because I have inventory here in my place. And it's like, let me just do that. So I kind of feel like I get excited and I just try to get overwhelmed. <laughs> so that's just something, you know, I'm learning each day to just kind of like, you know, take it day by day. And, you know, and of course, in my business, I think one of my mistakes is that I honestly regret not starting sooner. Mm. You know, I honestly wish I started, you know, this years ago. But then at the same time, it's like, how could I if I couldn't even embrace of what I was even dealing with? And I know? think you have to give your it's like people I, I've heard and I hear this all the time that people are like, I wish I started sooner. And I. And I'm like, I even wish I started sooner, but I'm like, I don't know how much sooner I could have started. But I, yeah. like, I mean, I feel, I think everybody feels that way because it's like, once you're in the right spot, you're like, oh, what was I, what was I doing? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I totally hear what you're saying. I, I was, I was just going to ask you something and it's like, it's just slipped away. Oh no, I wanted to tell you this. This was an idea. So like, if you do like have this itch for design, this is just a random unsolicited idea, but like. Write every, write all your ideas down like you do like normal. And then when like you're ready to like put out a new shirt, have people in your target audience vote on it in like a social media contest or something. Yes. And then you know yep. there's demand. And then yes, everybody that votes true. on it, collect their email and then send them a coupon. Yes, that's a out. good idea. Because I go. love on Instagram, you can do that voting poll. Oh, yeah. Like, yes, well, you can't collect emails that. that way. So I'm all about oh, collecting yeah, that's emails. True. Collect all the emails. Yes. Let's that oh, okay. we'll we'll talk about this, but that's I feel like that's a good thing for you to do. But yeah, man, we're definitely. actually at that time in the interview where I ask you for your last words. Can you believe it's like time? Oh my god, yes, that went by so fast. I no hate way. it. I hate it. I hate it. But it is time. And so, what I would love to ask you um, is this. I know I just ummed a lot, and I'm not a big ummer, so I'm now very conscious of it. <laughs> I'm noticing it now. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, I would love to ask you. What is your piece of advice for entrepreneurs that may have started their business, but they're looking to take a next step and they feel like they feel a little caution? Do you have a little bit of advice for people that want to grow or expand? I'm sure. I mean, just I would give advice from just things I've experienced. I would just kind of say never give up. If you have this passion and dream and this is something you live and breathe and think about it every day, every night, even when you're not in front of your computer, you're trying to figure out what's the next best thing or you know, think you want to advance in your business, just never give up. Keep going, keep going. And then just, you never know where it could take you, the people you may connect with, but just, just keep going and keep striving. And I would say just never give up because it's like, yeah, I, that's my honest, you know, advice just to never give up. And if you're passionate about something, just do it. I like it. If you're passionate about something, just do it. Exactly. Just do it. So (laughs) tell everybody where they can find you online. I want everybody to go see your stuff. Oh, sure. So you can find online. Um, I do have a website, www.girlschronicallyrock.com. You can also find my Facebook page on, um, yep, Facebook, um, Girls Chronically Rock. And then also I am on Instagram, Girls Chronically underscore rock. And you, there you can find, you know, all my different um, t-shirt designs. And I also post just everyday life of living with, you know, limb girdle muscular dystrophy, whether I'm going to a doctor's appointment, following, following up on different testing that I may have done. So really on Instagram, you can get uh, overall of everything, my everyday life, and then also, you know, my t-shirt design. So definitely please uh, check it out. You can also email me. It's all one word, girlschronicallyrock 
at gmail.com. And please feel free to ask me any questions. Awesome. And that's where you can find me. Thank you. Everybody <laughs> go connect with Keisha. She's so cool. And like, go buy all her stuff because she's awesome. And yeah, man, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Me too. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye everyone. Bye. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to subscribe and listen again later. Tell your friends, leave a review because all of that helps me do all of this. For show notes and more information, check out LizTeresa.com slash podcast.